Hi, this is Jerry Bennett, Psychic Medium, and you are listening to Your Spiritual Podcast. Hello, 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 and how is everyone? Goodness gracious, it's been a very, very long time since I've seen you all. Um, I've had a bit of a break uh, from the spiritual uh, sides of things, such as readings, um, just to take a bit of a break and just to rebrand myself uh, for this time. But other than that, everything's been cracker-lacking. I mean, I think the last time that we uh, spoke to each other was back when I was working from home, and now I have this own store. Now, if you haven't already gone and check out our brand new store, it's called Arinthius Crystal Co. So make sure that you go and hit that up on either Google or on Facebook and give us a cheeky like if you can. Um, but one thing, of course, with owning a crystal store is that you have to know a fair bit about crystals. And thankfully, I kind of do. Um, but that's the whole topic of today's uh, podcast is that we're going to get into the nitty gritties about crystals, uh, how to properly use them, the do's and don'ts, uh, where to put them, X, Y, and Z, and we'll be kind of hitting that pretty hard for you today. So if you are interested in any type of those topics, be sure to listen. But then also, before I continue, I want to quickly state that we are also adding a new little thing into our podcasts, and we're going to be doing some readings. So I've already asked on my social media, on Facebook and on Instagram, for people, if they're having any questions they'd like to ask me, such as like a reading or anything else, um, to ask it in the comments below. And at the end of the podcast, we get into some free readings for us all. And isn't that just a tad exciting? I mean, woohoo, let's get into it, eh? Um, so if you are interested, be sure to uh, follow me on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, we will be doing uh, constant uh, free readings in this type of format as well. So uh, look out for those posts and hopefully you'll be one of those lo lucky little chickens that can get picked for a free reading. All right. Um, other than that, let's get crack-a-lacking. Now, the topic of crystals is actually quite a goliath topic to actually cover uh, because it is so extensive and so uh, you, you can talk about crystals all day long uh, but the one thing I'm wanting to hit with you guys today is actually quite a few simple points uh, that I th have come across while working inside our store um, that I want to pass on with you guys here so uh, of course crystals are energy at the end of the day, and it's how exactly they got made under pressure inside our earth. Um, but of course, different pressure, different situations, different energy, they all kind of collide and make these beautiful, sparkly little gems that we love inside of our life. Uh, so, of course, I whenever I do uh, my podcast, I don't particularly have a script. I just kind of talk from the heart and just continue on. So I do apologize if this does seem a bit random with the layout of everything. Um, but I did do a bit of a brainstorming uh, beforehand, and we're going to go into one little bubble, and we'll just kind of spread ourselves out with that. Uh, now, one of the biggest things that I have ever been asked while working inside of our store is uh, which crystal is best for blank, or which crystal is used for this, or to get rid of that person, or whatever it may be first of all intention is the most important thing rather than the crystal themselves now you might be asking but jared there are 
crystals out there that have this meaning for this and this meaning for that. And I'm not bashing that sort of thing by any means. But the thing that you can do with crystals is called programming. Now, you might have a a clear quartz, you might have an amethyst, but being, you've been looking at this labdorite for ages and you've been wanting it, but you just can't afford it just as yet, but you're wanting those defensive properties. Now, does that mean during that time that your clear quartz or your amethyst or whatever it may be can't protect you in that sense? And of course it can, but it's what you intend that crystal to do is what makes it more important. So, uh, especially when we're talking about clear quartz. Clear quartz is called the master crystal. It's one of the master crystals. And in the Wiccan term, uh, clear quartz can be used as a placeholder for other crystals. So uh, let's say you've been wanting Moldavite. Moldavite is actually quite hard to get a hold of, to be quite honest. Um, but you're wanting the properties of it all. You can actually put the intention inside the crystal to hold the benefits of Moldavite and it's just absolutely wonderful and I actually don't think a lot of people know about this tip. Now, of course, you'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I don't have to buy all these other crystals and everything else, which is great, so I'm saving you some bang for your buck. But with how you perform this programming is actually quite key and quite important. So, of course, you're wanting to have um, a nice sacred space where you can program your crystal. You can either be outside or in your own little uh, reading room if you have one or if you're very special enough to have one. Um, or just wherever you feel wholesome, great, calm, collected, and you're wanting to sit with your crystal. doesn't really matter what hand placements you have. Um, just do with what feels comfortable because that's the main key with that. You want to sit with your crystal. You want to introduce yourself to the crystal, of course. And you're wanting to ask it to be programmed with the energy of blank. So let's say, for instance, um, you have the citrine point, which is great for abundance. But you are specifically needing help with jobs or gaining a new job or a promotion. So you want to sit with your crystal and be like, you know what? I'm wanting you to bring me all the opportunities for finances, for abundance, for this new job opportunity to be brought within me. Um, and you want to then, of course, uh, either say a little prayer or uh, say something on the side to try and help um, that across. And then, boom, shakalaka, Bob's your uncle. You can either finish it by clapping with some incense, whatever it may be. But all it is is just really sitting with your crystal and just telling them what to do is honestly one of the best things that you could do for yourself. Now, of course, the next thing that we need to quickly tackle is that I've noticed a lot of people are under the assumption that bigger is always better. But no, that is not always the case. One thing that you will start to notice throughout this entirety of this podcast is that energy is energy at the end of the day. So a crystal the size of your fingernail versus this uh, a crystal... It's the size of a fucking mountain. They theoretically have the same amount of potency. It's just the same crystal, just at a different physical size. Um, I know that some people will agree with me, some people will disagree with me, um, but that's one thing that I have noticed uh, as well, is that people are under that assumption. But at the end of the day, the crystal is a crystal and you can use it. Uh, it doesn't deplete the energy of the crystal as well. Um, a small crystal can still uh, be just as defensive as a big Bertha crystal as well. Um, so it just in the day, just be mindful that uh, the crystal that you pick for yourself 
as long as it means the most to you or if it calls to you or if there's just something just so special about it that you just can't put your uh, your mind to or you can't think of the words, uh, that there will be a lot more potent than any other size, type or shape. Now, of course, after you have gotten your marvellous crystal that you have programmed, we're needing to quickly understand the whole process of cleansing, charging, and that whole other rigmarole. Now, of course, the whole point of cleansing and charging your crystals is just what we call crystal maintenance at the end of the day. It is always... uh, why is that once you've chosen your crystals, you take them home and you quickly run it under some cold water. Now that there is the most basic version of energy cleansing or crystal cleansing, uh, but we have some other alternatives that you can also do. Palo Sante is also a very, very excellent use to cleanse A, your space, but then also with crystals as well. So you can light that piece of wood and run your crystal over it until you have felt that these energies have lifted or have cleansed them. You can also do this alternatively with sage as well. Um, just making sure that you're doing this in a safe environment, especially when you're burning wood or sage. Um, Um, It's very hot, so you want to make sure that you're putting something underneath these items so it's not uh, damaging any... uh, I was going to say hardware, no. uh, Damaging any furniture or carpets. The last thing we want to do is cleanse our house um, and or our crystals while also burning it down because that would be disastrous. (laughs) Uh, The next thing we're also wanting to do is understanding what we call a salt bath. Uh, it's the same principle that you've probably done with your phone at the, back in the day when you used to get it wet. Um, there was that uh, advice of putting your phone into rice. Well, you can also do that but with salt for crystals. So you just grab uh, a big container of salt that you probably won't use for any cooking. Um, you just wholeheartedly use this for cleansing and actually just bury your crystals in with that salt will help cleanse this now there is a little bit of charging effect that does happen with this but alternatively salt will be used as more of a protectant or as a cleansing method as well now, of course, if um, salt, sage, or palo sante isn't your cup of tea, you can also just use any generic uh, incense. That means for most of you, it can be this really nice, beautiful smelling one, or it can be very, very spiritual, like frankincense and myrrh. Um, again, as we said beforehand with the crystals, intention is key. So it doesn't really matter exactly what it is, as long as it means the most to you. That's perfectly the most acceptable uh, method of course. Our next one that we're wanting to quickly touch on is using the moon and the sun. Now, of course, under a full moon, you're wanting to have all your little crystal goodies outside bathing in that delectable goodness. Um, But I have noticed a lot of people using the sun to cleanse and charge your crystals, which is absolutely great. But we're needing to be mindful of crystal bleaching. This is when, of course, the crystal is being bleached from the sun. So the last thing we want to do is leaving your crystals in direct sunlight. Uh, These crystals have been in the earth for eons uh, and that's how they grew their crystalline structure and their colouring so we're wanting to make sure that they are kept in a semi dark place um, or just inside covered 
and just not out there inside the sun. Uh, and then also, just I know this isn't a cleansing or a charging effect. If you have a crystal ball, please don't have that in direct sunlight. It will set things on fire. It's like a magnifying glass. I know, very big change of a topic, but I have seen it happen and you do not want that to happen to you. Now the cool thing that happens next is once we've chosen our crystals, we've programmed our crystals, we've cleansed, we've charged them, how on earth do we use them? Now one thing that we can also use is uh, energy modalities such as Reiki or just a normal other heal healing modality using your own energy to charge up these crystals using your own energy or universal energy or spirit energy as well. Um, the reasoning why we do this is it theoretically turns your stone into a steroid version of what it is. Um, and so that's when you have those zaps that come from holding a crystal when it's really charged and really powerful. Um, so that's what we're kind of wanting, um, especially if you're wanting to use crystals uh, for healing uh, purposes, uh, either physical, emotional or spiritual. Now, of course, people will be pushed towards their own uh, different modalities that so people can be pushed towards Reiki um, or just energy healing. Um, I am a bit of both, but I think I personally sway more towards uh, spiritual healings or just the normal energy modality because it feels a bit more uh, structural or it feels a bit more um, like I can do a bit more to program that crystal or to charge it or to do something a bit more... Uh, better at the end of the day uh, but the, again again the running theme is whatever means the most to you will of course be the best thing possible but since we are able to also charge this crystal with our own energy or universal energy or spirit energy we can actually uh, dictate if the crystal was actually going to be doing any harm to us as well so this isn't a one-on-one tip on how to destroy your enemies with a rose quartz or that sort of thing by any means. Um, but of course, uh, you need to make sure that while you're during, uh, or doing this process, we're needing to make sure that we are in a peace or a calmful uh, meditative state so we're not impacting that crystal to uh, do anything negative. Now, of course, intention is key. So if you have no intentions to do uh, that sort of thing beforehand, then you're absolutely clear. But it's something to be a bit more mindful of, especially just randomly buying a crystal or also um, adding this uh, extra defense or this extra zhuzh to make it that much more better. Now, for those uh, other readers out there, I have a little bit of a sneaky thing that you guys can do to try and help out with your readings. is by using your crystals, or crystal, I normally just like to dedicate one crystal for this, as a seat holder or a catalyst for spirit to enter to try and help out with your readings. Now, this is more evidently... Uh, true with mediumship more than anything else, um, especially if I've had a long day full of doing mediumship readings or just psychic readings. Um, I normally like to have spirit anchor themselves into a crystalline structure for them to be charged as well because it takes a lot of the, uh, their energy to contact us, um, but then also a lot of our own energy to contact them. So it kind of just helps out that uh, in-between stage whenever you provide these type of readings. Now, of course, all you have to really do um, is dedicate one uh, crystal for the soul. I have a clear quartz um, cluster. I don't know what it's actually called, but it's um, it's about two two pointed uh, crystal that I use uh, for my, my uh, 
Oh, bless my heart. This, the names escaped me. Oh, the um, mediumship readings, which is fantastic. Um, and I invite whoever is wanting to pop on through to attach themselves to the crystal for the meantime um, then of course once you've done the whole session you're wanting to make sure that they have released themselves away from this anchor point or from this crystal or this catalyst um, but in doing so you're also helping the spirit team but then you're also helping yourself at the end of the day um, but I just want to quickly throw that in there because it's been such a massive uh, tip for my own self um, so if there's anyone else who's been wanting to get into um, more of this spirit team work or mediumship work uh, see on how you kind of go uh, after using this little technique as well now we must get on to the topic of crystals around the household and where to put them, what crystals to kind of use, what advice do I have um, for bringing certain things in. Now, one thing we're needing to quickly discuss is your household is your sanctuary. So whatever you have at your front door is going to be the most protective or the most statement crystal that you could possibly provide for your own household. Uh, what I normally recommend to my clients or um, for you guys actually as well is to use an obsidian or any other darker or black crystals such as like tourmaline. Um, you can also use labradorite. Labradorite is a perfect uh, protection crystal as well um, but I like the darker colours so whenever people are entering their house it kind of creates this cocoon or this bubble that surrounds them so they're leaving all their shit <laughs> from their life behind them and they're keeping it to themselves so they're not infecting your space um, but then once they've walked out then it's unreleasing that bubble and that energy is still carrying around with them as well so you're left pretty uh, unscathed in that uh, regards now, of course, that's a very generic um, or very basic version of this protection as well. You can also put a salt bowl um, near the front door as well, but you have to make sure that you're changing that salt quite regularly, probably once or twice a week, uh, which can become a bit expensive depending if you can buy it in bulk, but that's also another uh, thing you can also use. Now, for the bedroom where you sleep. Uh, I know those crystal fanatics that are out there that have tons and tons of different crystals inside of their uh, bedroom. Now, of course, that's fantastic. But one thing you actually do is you overload the energy that is in your resting place your, where you sleep. So we're wanting to make sure that you can have certain crystals inside of there. But the most generic sense is that you want to leave your your bedroom safe, secure, not vibed up of energy because you're wanting to rest, you're wanting to sleep. So um, I have come across quite a few people who are having a lot of sleeping issues and the very first question that I ask is, hey, how many crystals do you have inside your room? And normally it's, oh, you know, I have about uh, like 60 odd plus crystals inside my bedroom. And I'm like, oh, and obviously that's a whole like miniature shop of crystals <laughs> inside your uh, room that's going to be affecting you at the end of the day. So we're wanting to make make sure that uh, we test this procedure. So everyone works differently, so it's not saying that my way is the 100% correct way. But we'll, what we are wanting to do is removing these crystals from your room and just sleep without them and just see on how you feel. Sometimes it can feel very weird. Uh, it may feel unnatural at first. Um, normally I give a three-day wait for this and see if your sleeping pattern goes back into a rhythmic state. Because um, sometimes crystals, even though you might have sleeping crystals such as like amethyst around in your room or even rose quartz for love, uh, 
sometimes that energy can become quite overwhelming and can affect uh, everyone inside of it. And so, of course, we're wanting to sleep. We're wanting to rest. So we're all nice and pretty because everyone needs their beauty sleep, especially me. Um, that would be my 100% tip of it. Just remove your crystals. I know it sounds so stupid for me. I'll be like, yeah, grab that crystal, grab that crystal. But especially for the bedroom, remove it, see on how you kind of go. Then, of course, if you're feeling still like shit, bring them back in and who knows maybe you're also drawing a lot of energy from these crystals so that's what's causing all this maintenance and all this high chaotic energy inside your bedroom as well but it's just something to keep mindful of for the future so now I just wanted to open up the space and I actually went on my Facebook page, uh, Jared Bennett Psychic Medium, if you haven't already followed, uh, to ask my following, hey, do you guys have any questions about crystals that you're wanting to ask me uh, to have on the podcast? And we're going to hit some of those today. Uh, the very first one that actually came through, funnily enough, was actually from my mum, uh, Janet, and uh, she asked about crystal-infused water and which to use and not what not to use. Now, crystal-infused water is quite a tricky uh, placement or opinion with this, because uh, some crystal can actually be very toxic. So you've got a few procedures about how you can do crystal-infused water. Um, you probably see online, because uh, we sell them, especially here at the shop, um, these obelisk uh, crystal points. Um, you're wanting to make sure that when you're buying these that you're actually washing the crystal because some of the polish that has been left over from these uh, crystals can leak into your water and you're just drinking this toxic polish. Um, but then you're also wanting to be mindful of the type of crystal that is inside the water as well if you're having direct contact, uh, which is one way of doing a crystal elixir or crystal-infused water. Now, some crystals, such as selenite and malachite, I would never, ever put inside of water. Uh, malachite, just number one, that's a very toxic crystal. Um, I don't normally recommend that uh, crystal unless you're very knowledgeable about it, just in a normal sense, because if you, it's ever crushed or if it's not in an unpolished form, um, it can leach into your skin or you can forget to wash your hands before eating and you'll just get very, very sick. Um, but then also selenite fractures or it starts to dissolve in water as well. Um, so we're wanting to make sure that uh, before you are using any crystals, just a quick Google to be quite honest on what to use and what not to use or if it is toxic. But the most uh, pleasant one that I have come across so far, so advice from my mum, is to use shungite. Shungite is a lovely uh crystal and it's good for uh, balancing grounding but then it's also got these filter uh, properties from um, just how it's made um, so it actually can filter out your water now of course don't hold me 100% to that regards it's just been my own personal research that I have come across um, there are books there's uh, material online about the whole thing uh, but Shungite was found in a in Russia in a um, in a cave or in this waterfall thing and when people were drinking this uh, shungite water it had these marvellous benefits from the whole thing so of course if you're wanting to have shungite if you don't have it in a obelisk form or if it's pre-made um, by that bottle you can just grab um, polished um, stones I wouldn't recommend rough just because um, of the clanging of the crystals together but of course giving them a good old wash before putting them inside of your clean clean water um, there is the tip of leaving it 24 hours inside of the water before drinking it um, for me 
I just drink it regardless anyway. So it really is up to your own preference about the whole thing. Now, there is one way of doing it, which is direct contact. You can also do it, um, I like to call the Bay Marie, I think it's called, um, method, um, or the indirect method. Sorry, I just bumped the table. Um, and that there is when you can... Uh, put crystals, even the ones that are particular toxic, around the water. You can either do like a crystal grid. Um, there are some crystal water bottles that have this dome that you can put the crystals in as well. Um, it really just depends on about how you kind of do it. Um, as long as it's not in indirect contact with the water, it can still benefit from it at the end of the day. Um, I have also seen people using crystal singing bowls. They've washed it out, they've cleaned it, and they are vibrating the water, getting all those good vibes into the water, and then drinking it straight afterwards as well. So there's also that uh, tip. Well, one thing I like to throw in there as well that you guys can also try out. Of course, just make sure that you're practicing good uh, health and food safety as well. Just washing. It's just general common sense before trying anything like this out. Another question that we have on my page is from Alice Matthews. Uh, she asks, crystals for the home. What's good and what's not? Is there such a thing as a bad crystal um well crystals for the home any flipping crystal to be quite honest um it depends actually what you're trying to focus on if you're trying to grow your family a lot of rose quartz a lot of clear quartz would be my 100 percent uh recommendation um of course they're just master crystals or the most known crystals at the end of the day um but of course if you're focusing on career uh carnelian citrine um amethyst is also a really good one for that too um, we we're also wanting to have pink amethyst, black amethyst. Amethyst is just great for everything at the end of the day. Um, but then for uh, the lounge, I would 100% uh, getting like a Shungite pyramid just to have in there because it's a very calming, um, wholesome energy that we're wanting to have, especially if you're having kids around <laughs> that running around screaming and everything else. Um, a nice Shungite piece would be brilliant for that as well. Um, but is there such a thing as a bad crystal? I have never come across a bad crystal, only toxic ones as we kind of hit just previously before um, but again it kind of goes back into what we said earlier with the podcast is that you can intend a crystal to do harm onto others um, so there is a bad crystals um, you can use crystals for hex work you can use it to trap demons you can do a whole lot of things with crystals so there, there are bad crystals if you intend it that way but I actually don't think there are genuinely any bad crystals. I think it's all about the intent at the end of the day. But thank you so much for Alice for that uh, question. Uh, Brad McLaren. Uh, McLaren? Oh gosh, I'm awful with names, so please don't <laughs> come for me. Uh, best crystals to have around the home or office for tranquility and for happiness. Oh my gosh. Um, anything yellow, orange, of course, for the office. So that's citrine, carnelian, as we kind of discussed beforehand. Um, but for tranquility and happiness, I would actually think appetite. Um, appetite, I think, I'm, hold on, I'm going to have to quickly search that. I'm pretty sure it's appetite. Blue appetite. Blue appetite. Appetite, honey. That is something I would heavily recommend. Um, especially at the office. It's a very go-get-em, get-shit-done uh, crystal. But then also, see if you're able to get into sacred geometry or get into crystal grids would also be another one. Um, it could just be as simple as... Um, 
for me, I have a, a rod of selenite that's probably half the size of my table um, just behind my computer just to separate and to cleanse the energy. Um, so also selenite would also be a very good uh, tip for that as well. Um, but then also for happiness, oh, a crystal for happiness. Isn't that <laughs> all of them at the end of the day? Crystals make you feel good. Um, bloodstone. Would also be a really good uh, one to have inside the office. It's good for emotional chaos, especially if you're, if you're dealing with so much stress or that sort of thing. Um, but those there would be my top uh, personal recommendations for uh, that question, honey. Thank you so much. All right, let's do one more. And the last one we'll do today is from Alicia Smith. Hello, lovely. Oh, God, what the hell was that? Sorry. Hey, lovely. Which crystals um, help open the third eye and help you focus and see clearer? Uh, lapis would be an absolute must, especially when developing your third eye. Um, sodalite is also a great uh, addition in with that. Um, but I also want to see if you can try and get your hands on Helorite. I think that would be great, especially if you're finding a lot of personal um, blockages that you're finding that no matter if you're doing this or no matter if you're doing that, you're just still not getting the results. There probably is some deeper healing issue that's blocking that pathway. So Helorite is this lovely green, smooth crystal um, that you're able to get... um, you probably just go online and try and grab or snag some for yourself. Um, but that there would be my recommendations for those crystals, especially when you're trying to develop yourself spiritually. Amethyst, of course, and clear quartz would be your go-to uh, crystals. Anything with points, just FYI for anyone else who's um, wanting to know, um, directs energy. So you want to be mindful about where you're pointing those energies. If you're pointing it up, of course, you can call that in standby mode. But if you're having it laying down, then the energy is being directed towards something on this human earth or the human plane. Um, so, yeah. So be mindful of pointed crystals, but it's not always a bad thing. It's, of course, it's just intent at the end of the day. But thank you so much, Elijah Smith, and hopefully that will help with your spiritual progression. So now exciting times we're coming to the end of the podcast but we're doing again that's something that's brand spanking new we're going to be doing some free readings for you all of course all you have to do to participate is just follow my facebook and my instagram page and just look out for those posts that i say hey we're doing some free live readings um if you're wanting to be on it just comment your question down below and we will be doing it on the podcast so let's get crack lacking And now it's time for Psychic Readings with Jared. And here we go. So what we're going to be doing is I'm going to be choosing absolutely at random um, for the people who have been wanting to be read on the podcast. So let's see with who pops on through. Cool, and we have Jamie Lee Bowen here on Facebook. She's saying, oh, exciting, can't wait to listen. Well, hello, sweet pea. Um, she says, I'd love any general guidance if you're drawn to me. Now, when we quickly tune into our own energy, sweet pea, uh, the main two thematics that are popping on through pretty strongly are about relationships and are about career work, that sort of thing. Um, the relationship thing, there seems to be a celebration happening around with you, sweet pea. Um, with either, like, either it could be be 
well, let's hope it's either a pregnancy or if it's with relationships, it can be um, a proposal or just a new development happening in with relationships, which is so excited to see in with your own energies. But then also with career, it could also be a new uh, job position, um, an inspert with finances also popping on through with you. Um, that should be the main two thematics that are popping on through. Another one is just burnout, general burnout, when it, which is one thing we're needing to quickly um, hit on top of the head. Um, I would, of course, suggest uh, guided meditations just to get you where you need to go at the end of the day. Um, but how exciting. New job positions and either a pregnancy or new development happening with relationships around with you. But, oh my God, but thank you so much to Jamie uh, for commenting on my Facebook page. So thank you to, of course, everyone who messaged me on my Facebook post when I announced that I was doing this podcast. Uh, of course, we're going to be doing a lot more readings later on into the future, but I just wanted to first start off with one and then we'll kind of increase it to two, three readings near the end of the podcast. Um, but I hope that we've all enjoyed today's little podcast as well. I hope you have actually learned something today as well, something useful, something new. Uh, but of course, if you haven't already um, gone onto my Facebook page, do follow me there. Of course, the same um, thing with my TikTok, which has just recently blown up quite a bit if you haven't already already seen it from there um and if you haven't already please join my patreon for those people who are wanting to show their love and support for the type of work that i do we have three different tiers all at different uh price ranges that get certain benefits and one of those little benefits a little bit of a shout out so let's get into those a big shout out to sam nadine green mel kohirama aho kiri fari cullen Donna Swan, Catherine Fortuna, Brad McLaren, Amanda Morgan, Alicia, Elisa, and massive shout out to my Diamond Tears, Alicia, Chris, Jeanette Thompson. Thank you all for showing your love and support, and I cannot wait to see many more of you joining my Patreon. Thank you once again for joining me today on my podcast. I hope you have a fantastic day ahead and look out for more future content. All right, lovelies. Sending love and light. Bye.